It's Thursday, December 7, 2023, and I'm Dave Sobel. Three things to know today. Google unveils Gemini AI claiming superior performance over GPT-4. A synchro report, only 7% of MSPs have research-backed pricing strategies, and read AI's large meeting models, meeting efficiency with AI technology. This is the business of tech. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Google has launched its new artificial intelligence software called Gemini to compete with OpenAI's ChatGPT and claims it is better at math, coding, and reasoning tasks. Gemini is a large language model trained on billions of images and sentences from the internet and can understand math problems and provide advice on how to solve them. It can also take instructions in various formats and is integrated with Google's Bard chatbot. Gemini will be integrated into various Google services and products, starting with Bard and the Pixel 8 Pro smartphone. It comes in three tiers, Gemini Ultra, Gemini Pro, and Gemini Nano each with different capabilities. Google claims that Gemini outperform OpenAI's ChatGPT and is better than GPT-4. The AI model is designed for multimodal performance and has shown impressive results in various industry benchmarks. Gemini Ultra, for data centers and enterprise applications, is expected to be available early next year. According to the MIT Technology Review, while it outperforms GPT-4 in many measures, the differences between the two models are relatively thin. This could indicate that the AI hype has reached its peak. Gemini will not be available in Europe due to regulatory hurdles. Gemini Pro will be available to developers and enterprise customers starting December 13th. And amidst all this from Google, Apple quietly has released MLX, a machine learning framework and model library designed to run efficiently on Apple Silicon. MLX allows developers to build models for generative AI apps on MacBooks. It is accessible through open source repositories like GitHub and PyLi. MLX Data, a framework agnostic package for data loading, works with MLX, PyTorch, or JAX frameworks. Apple's focus on generative AI applications departs from its previous emphasis on machine learning. Why do we care? MIT Technology Review's assessment that the performance differences between Gemini and GPT-4 are marginal suggests a potential plateau in AI advancements, at least in the current generation of technology. We'll see. The tiered offerings, Ultra, Pro, and Nano, indicate a targeted approach to different user segments, from data centers to individual developers. We should expect Apple to be quiet until they announce. Expect a strategic play to leverage Apple's hardware ecosystem, offering an integrated, efficient solution for AI model development. All here aligns with a concept of service providers as advisors on the topic. Synchro released their MSP Pricing Plans and Models report. Key findings include that 39% of MSP's revenue comes from monthly contracts, 15% accept crypto as payment, 
63% raised prices in the last 12 months, and many struggle with creating a pricing strategy. The MSP space continues to grow, with over half of the organizations surveyed making more than $10 million in revenue in 2022, and nearly half of the respondents anticipating additional revenue growth in 2023. Average prices per method, $151 per user, $99 per endpoint, $105 per network endpoint, and $110 per hour. The report highlights that the bigger the company, the bigger the pricing selection. Economic factors such as inflation, rising labor costs, and the general cost of doing business were the leading reasons why most respondents raised their prices in 2022, emphasizing the impact of socioeconomic factors on pricing strategies. Surprisingly, when asked how their organization came up with its pricing strategy, most respondents said they didn't know. Only 7% said their strategy was backed by research, analysis, strategy, and planning indicating a clear lack of strategic pricing methodology and planning among a significant portion of MSPs. Why do we care? The report highlights that some managed services providers are beginning to accept cryptocurrency as a payment method. This is an unexpected data point, and I'd want to know how many are actually being paid in crypto. Notably, smaller providers, less than 25 employees, but not younger they're between 5 and 25 years old that are doing this. I'm skeptical on this one. The fact that 39% of MSP's revenue comes from monthly contracts indicates a solid lean toward predictable, recurring revenue models. Nothing new here. The most striking revelation is the lack of strategic planning and pricing strategies among MSPs. With only 7% stating their pricing strategy is backed by research, analysis, and planning, and suggested gap in strategic business practices in the sector. This could be a critical area for MSPs to address to ensure long-term sustainability and growth. I don't mind saying I hope this show helps with this effort. And for those interested, an AI agent helped me with the analysis. It caught both the crypto detail and the 7% strategy one. I had a couple of other products to note. Using Google Workspace and noticed less spam? Google has introduced a new upgrade to Gmail spam filters called RETVEC, a text classification system that can understand and detect adversarial text manipulations in spam emails. This upgrade addresses the issue of spam emails filled with special characters and homoglyphs that were previously difficult for machines to understand. The technology has significantly improved the spam detection rate and reduced false positives, making it one of the largest defense upgrades in recent years. Seattle startup Read AI is expanding its AI-powered meeting analysis capabilities to include scheduling, project management, and audio recaps. The new features leverage past sentiment and engagement scores to suggest optimal meeting times, automatically track action items, answer common questions, and provide personalized summaries. Read AI's broader approach, called Large Meeting Models, aims to unlock additional value by analyzing multiple meetings simultaneously. The company's existing post-meeting recap tools have been compared to SportsCenter for meetings. Read AI works with Zoom, Google Meet, and Microsoft Teams, and has been selected as an essential app by Zoom and a launch partner for Meet add-ons by Google. Cisco has introduced an AI assistant for firewall policy and used AI to detect malware activity and encrypted traffic. 
While these services won't be free, Cisco plans to ensure costs do not impede broad usage and adoption. Microsoft has announced that full security support for Windows 10 will end on October 14, 2025. However, customers who are unable or unwilling to upgrade can pay for extended security updates to keep their Windows 10 system secure for up to three years beyond the end of support date. The pricing for Windows 10 ESU has not been announced yet. Microsoft also encourages Windows 10 users to transition to Windows 11 through Windows 365, a cloud-based service. The market share of Windows 10 is still significant, with 68% of desktop Windows users still running it. Why do we care? Microsoft's decision to integrate AI Copilot in Windows 10 and the compatibility issues with Windows 11 system requirements indicate that the death of Windows 10 won't happen quickly. But you do have pending upgrade opportunity here in 2024 and 2025. I'm a user of Read AI myself, and I'm impressed by what I get with it. I don't endorse products, yet I am comfortable noting what I use. I wanted to highlight the productivity opportunities. Read AI is positioning itself as a comprehensive solution for enhancing meaning efficiency and effectiveness. Using sentiment and engagement scores for optimizing schedules and tracking action items reflects an innovative approach to improving workspace collaboration. This could appeal to businesses looking to streamline their meeting processes and enhance overall team coordination. Regardless of the tool, the service opportunity is high value. I also wanted to note a clever use of AI by Cisco, firewall rules. I like that use case a lot. A new sponsor to the podcast, and I'm excited to have them. Skycake has been a global MSP-focused business for more than 10 years. Their products automate and simplify your cloud operations. Whenever you migrate, manage, or protect your Microsoft 365 users, Skycake is there for you with powerful automation to reduce your workload. I note that their focus for the last few years has been on Microsoft 365 security for your customers. Check them out now to get ahead on security with intelligent customer protection to get approximately $30 more in MRR from every user you have under your Microsoft 365 MSP. Visit skykick.com slash MSP radio to learn more. Thanks for listening today. National Letter Writing Day. It's also National Cotton Candy Day. Not sure which one of those is particularly relevant. Want to take my class in January? Navigating Emerging Technologies for MSPs. And the link is in the show notes. And if you've got a comment or a question or a thought on one of these stories, put it in the comments if you're on YouTube or reach out to me on LinkedIn if you're listening to the podcast. I'll talk to you again tomorrow. The Business of Tech is written and produced by me, Dave Sobel, under ethics guidelines posted at businessof.tech. If you like the content, please make sure to hit that like button and follow or subscribe. It's free and easy and the best way to support the show and help us grow. You can also check out our Patreon where you can join the Business of Tech community at patreon.com slash MSP radio or buy our Why Do We Care merch at businessof.tech. Finally, if you're interested in advertising on the show, visit mspradio.com slash engage. Once again, thanks for listening to me, and I will talk to you again on our next episode of The Business of Tech. Part of the MSP Radio Network.